welcome to where the furniture isn't always the best, but them views, they are amazing. Furniture isn't always the best, but the views are amazing. We got kings on kings on kings here today. We got King Kells and Dad Man on this side. Say what's up to the people. What's up? <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> and then we got King Cam and King Mason over there with BJ, man. What's happening, fellas? Nothing much. It's... Yeah. What's up, yeah. man? Yeah. You good? Yeah. You good? We good to be here. Blessed to be here, man. Sunday afternoon, we're doing a a intro of the king, sir. So I'm excited about this time. Yeah, man. Shout out Coach K and Asher, Art, Namdi. Uh, who am I missing? AC. Arenze. 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 Yeah. Arenze. And then Ian with his his king and waiting, supposedly. Yes, I'm just playing. I'm not I'm not putting that out into the universe. I'm not trying to, <laughs> you know, teach my dog. I know he out there living his best life. So we just saying, you know, at some point, you know, we're we, we going to get there. We know. We know if that part is cut out. So come on. We know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, man. So, fellas, man, we just wanted to bring y'all on um, yes, on the on the back end of what was such an a, an amazing display of heritage and culture with Beyonce's Black is King and everything in there. You know, there was something for everybody in there if you were watching it. But right. one of the things that we did highlight, you know, in the podcast was the message to the young men and you know who are growing into you know grown men and growing into kings and everything that y'all come from. So. You know, I, I don't know. Did you guys get a chance to check it out? Not yet. But not yet. We we it's still on playlist. Everybody, we've been so we can watch it as a family. Nobody, we haven't been in the same place to, for that extended period of time yet to do it. I understand. I understand, man. We was moving around a whole lot yesterday. It was just me, Kellen, and uh, me, Kellen, and Neil. We went down to D.C. Uh, saw all of the memorials. Started with M.L.K. You know, the Lincoln and the Washington Monument and stuff. You want to tell them about yesterday? Why not? Didn't you have a good time? Mm -hmm. Tell them what you saw. We saw the Washington Monument. Okay. And which, what else? What other monuments? The Lincoln Memorial. Mm-hmm. And there was one more. The first one we saw. With the man that was cut out of the big rock. That was probably the most important one. I said, that's, that's the big one right there. <laughs> Martin Luther King. There you go. Martin Luther King, man. So um, what was the best thing about yesterday? What did you enjoy the most yesterday? The Washington Monument. Why? Why the Washington Monument so much? I don't know. You don't know? It was just so big, and you learned about it in school, and you had to see it in person. 
we saw the White House too, and they took them down to Black Lives Matter Plaza and took a couple That's pictures cool. or whatever. So it was a it was a pretty good time, man. Had them playing around in the fountains and chasing ducks and stuff. <laughs> All over. That's the one of one of the things. Is DC is a great place, man. Again, it's filled with a lot of history, a lot of um, things to be proud of as being an American citizen. But again, in this day and age, being a black um, male in America, again. We have to look for, there's a lot of things we can talk about on the negative side, right? Um, but we mm-hmm. also got to look for some of the positive things. And again, that's why we wanted to take the time out today to introduce you guys to the fam out there that's listening, that's watching, because we, we in reflecting, we haven't done a good job doing that over the years, right? We, we talk about you guys all the time, but we haven't gotten you on. Um, and again, that, that DC trip reminded me because Mason and I came up there in December, wasn't it? It was December. Yeah. It was December of 2019. Um, just him and I. Uh, we got on an Amtrak down here and took a trip up to DC. Spent a couple of days up there and came back home. Uh, we ended up. We flew back home though, didn't we? Yeah. I like that. The Amtrak trip was an experience in itself, but only one way was good enough. Um, that's one of the things actually we were good about because um, it was one of the books I was reading a while back ago. Um, that this this guy was doing that he did a almost like a transition trip for his um his kids and I wanted to input that um for the rest of for all three of mine actually so on their thirteenth birthday they get to pick a place in the U S and either it's just him and I they them and I or mom and mom and him. one of us get to go and we just do a sing, single solo trip um so Mason wanted to come to D C we got up there saw the same monument same type of thing so. What do you remember best from that trip? Or what was your favorite part of DC? Well, in DC, <clears throat> the it was probably the the Black History Museum. That's from making Smithsonian, right? Yeah. And, but the, my favorite part of the trip was going to see my friend. Yep. Cause we, I went there to go see my friend that moved. Yep, took a trip to see his friend. We got to see some of the monuments and things over there too. But so it was a good time. So DC is filled with stuff, man. So Kellen, I'm glad you got a chance to check it out while you're out there with Dad. Um, but again, while you guys are here, we want to take a chance to get to know you guys a little bit. So I'm gonna give you a quick thing. I ask you a couple questions. So Kellen, we're gonna start with you because I I know the information here. So I'm gonna ask you first and then get their, these guys' information, right? So, Kellen, tell us, how old are you, man, and and what grade are you going to this year? Seven. Seven years old. And what grade are you going to? Second. You're going to second grade. All right. So, we got some – I know we got some athletics there. We talked about football a few minutes ago off the cam. Um, I want to highlight that real quick because last year you had a breakout year. We saw the highlights, and we talked about it even on the podcast. So, um, tell us what happened last year with the football. You guys did something big, right? Your team did something big. We won the championship. You won the championship, right? What All right. What and you said what position did you play? Running back. Running back. And wide receiver. Okay, so you multi-talented. That, that's what I'm talking about, man. Across the field, not a single position, right? So when you guys did that, and I saw you guys even got a championship ring. I saw. At seven years old. Seven years old, got a championship ring. Like, he like, nah, man, the ring one. I'm waiting for the next one. <laughs> like, when I get two, then we can talk. 
Easy. So, okay. So, again, I want to – all right, these two. What's – tell you – well, I, they already said you know, so Cameron, talk, how old are you, man? Um, 11. I had to think about that one real quick, right? Yeah. <laughs> what, what grade are you going to? I'm going to seventh grade. Going to seventh grade, all right. Um, and you also last year were playing football as well, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so what was your favorite thing about that? Uh, being wide receiver. Playing wide receiver. Okay. Then there was some, some times that you kind of – they kind of switched you guys up to get you guys talent and uh, experience in all the other positions, though, right? Yeah. I also played defense. I played safety. Okay. I played, like, the defender. The – yeah, defender. Okay. And your best, what was the best thing about playing football last year? Um, the best thing was probably like the team. The team, all right. I can do that. Good answer. Good answer. All right, because again, you can have all the time in the world, but if you don't have your team and you don't support your team, right? It's, it's not even out there. It's not even that much fun. All right, big man over here. All right. Tell the people, how old are you, man? Um, 13. 13. What grade are you going to this year? I can't believe this answer, man. Going to ninth grade. Going to ninth. My man going to high school this year, man. Wait, 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 wait. Slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down. So you're 11, Cam, and you're 13, Mason. Yes. Now, from where I'm sitting at, it definitely looked like Cam is a little bit bigger than Mason. Now, I don't know if that's actually true. It's true, yeah. I wise he's got him by like about an inch, inch and a half. Oh man, you got the little big brother going on, huh? But it's a I I think this is gonna be the breakout year for Mason. Mason gonna take it back. Okay. Trust me, he don't let that he don't let it go to waste. He 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 hold on to that inch and a half every tooth and nail. As much as you can, huh? You got got the good kid, uh kid going on with um with the flat top. Right. So they 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 they've experienced many different things. So we've ex- been experiencing with them picking their own haircuts this year, going to the barbershop, speaking for themselves. So again, that's mm-hmm. part of the thing. Again, one of that maturation piece, right? Um, mm-hmm. Last year, I just took it. I was walking in one day, and I was just listening to other, watching, observing other kids coming to barbershop when we go. And I'm like, I'm not gonna speak for you guys no more. <laughs> like part, and I remember those days. Like if you don't speak going to the barbershop, you get passed up. You don't yep. get the cut you want. You 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 learn you learn a lot of stuff sitting in the barbershop. People don't realize yep. it, right? Yep. So one of the things I tell them, like from now on this day on, like you go in, you ask for what you want, you speak to everybody when you walk in, and you join the conversation as normal. That's part of the maturation process. Um, especially going to a barbershop, a black barbershop. So right. again, if you walk out of there with something you don't want, you can't really blame the barber if you didn't talk up. I know that's right. Kellen, uh, I don't know, them barbershop days might be long gone, man. So you got to transition. Now you're going to be in the shop with the women's. So you, yeah. got, you had a, a hairstyle change over the over the summer, right, Kellen? I see. I, we can see a little bit in the background because the background kind of blending in. We can't really tell. Tell the people what you did. How you got your hair done? Hmm? How'd you get your hair did? done? Mm. I got it twisted. Got the twist in, okay. So again, yeah, it depends on where they're at, who's gonna do it, what shop you go to. But again, it's part of speaking up and 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 growing up and taking ownership of what is going on, man. All right, so we wanted to talk to you guys real quick because we know there's been a lot of things going on. Again, we talked about you guys on the show, everything, but again, hear from your mouth. There's a couple areas we want to talk about. 
first thing, because I know it's going to be, it's going to get you guys talking more than me talking and Brett talking right now. Roadblocks and Fortnite, the big two, the two biggest things out there right now for, for kids, right? Well, two of the biggest things out there, not the two biggest, two of the biggest, right? So how many of you guys play Roblox? We do. You do? Kelly, yeah. you do as well? What? You play Roblox? Mm-hmm. All right. So tell the people, first of all, what is Roblox? Somebody who may not understand or a parent out there, I mean, the kid may be playing and just don't, they don't even know what the kid do. What is Roblox? Roblox is like a a game that has multiple games in it where you could pick what game you want to play. You could change your avatar and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you can like play with your friends. You okay. can also play in like private matches with your friends. So you can play with privately. So you three could jump on a game together or you can play with anybody out there, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and what what's the point of the game? What do you do in the game? Well, Roblox is like, a platform like he said full of games so either you can play different games with your friends and stuff or you can make games that people play so you're actually building the game yourself you could do that you could do that so it's not just playing it you're actually being creative in there too yeah kellen what's your what's your take on roblox how do you use it do you build do you play with your friends how how do you what what do you do when you get on roblox Play with my friends. Play with a friend, right? Friends from school, community, what, neighborhood? Who you play with? My cousin. Play with your cousin, so family members, okay. So do you build as well, or do you just play games that are already created? Play games that are being creative. Okay. Got you. So that's one of the biggest things, right? Um, and I know you guys, like, these guys play with a cousin back in Ohio. I know they got they got friends, even Madison. Um, and that's the thing, we're going to have a special episode of Daddy-Daughter Time um, in the upcoming weeks for you guys. But I know even my daughter plays Roblox, so that's one of those things that is not gender-specific. All kids, A lot of kids out there now are playing. But let's get to one of the biggest ones, because I know it's a big conversation in our house right now about go to bed, get off the game, man. <laughs> <laughs> we're not, we're not going to talk about the summer and one of the one of the nights we had here, but what's the other game, guys? Call of Duty. Oh, well, I forgot about Call of Duty, but you're, because you're the only one play, that's playing Call of Duty right now. The other one, I probably all three playing on which one? Fortnite. Fortnite. Madison, Man, speak up. Madison, Madison doesn't play it, though. Madison doesn't play it. Well, I'm not, Madison's not on the call right now. I'm talking to you guys, but Fortnite. So, what's the big draw for Fortnite for you? Why are kids so, even adults, mind you, why are so many people into Fortnite? Why? Why do you think? Because that's what everyone, like, plays and stuff. Yeah. Well, it's, well, why? People why would they play? A so, and if some okay. people, if more people play, then the game's gonna get more popular. That's how Fortnite first started getting popular. But people keep playing it because it's addicting. Like, there's no, it's there's no end to the game. You you actually have to get better, and you play with online people. There's not an end to it. There's not an end to it. You you build an online community. Kellen, what you play Fortnite as well? Mm-hmm. All right, so what's your favorite part about Fortnite, though? So do you like the, do you, okay, so there, there's multiple parts to it. So you're, you can fight against each other, you can build stuff, you're, you're killing people. So how good do you think you are right now? If you, if I put you in competition with these boys right here, do you think you can take them out? You think you can take them? Mm-mm. No. 
Well, I don't know how much time. I, I really, I don't know how to gauge how good somebody is. I get all the updates on the, we got a uh, victory royale. That's the term you guys, yeah. somebody come down to use and all these other things when they come down and tell me all these things that happen and they give me all the lowdown. So I want to be as a couple questions on this before we move on real quick. But, so we talk about Fortnite and it's not just, and what I've come to learn is more than just a video game. It can be addictive, yes, but what, is there anything you can say you've learned from playing Fortnite? Start there. Uh, yeah, cause Fortnite, there's this game mode called uh, Party Royale, where it's just a community game. If you join, you, you can't kill anyone, you can't build, you just like walk around the map. And there's sometimes shows there, like life, life performances by real people, but they like, display it in Fortnite and there's also a big billboard that acts as a movie theater okay. in there so one time I went in there and I was watching the one of the Black Lives Matter things okay so you watch Black Lives Matter in Fortnite like, it's like sometimes the they yeah we the people mm, okay so we the people were they were broadcasting inside of the game yeah, like you want to go well, game and then it's on a build. It's like on a billboard. Okay. You watch it. So you go. You go actually watch their video on a billboard inside the Fortnite platform. Yeah. Kellen, what about you, man? What what thing? What can you say you've learned? Because I I got a couple of things that I've picked up just by watching them. I want to hear you guys take first. So Kellen, what do you say? What have you learned by playing Fortnite? You watch Ronald all day, every day, almost, man. Ronald's teaching you different things. What'd you learn? What's that about that, that last challenge you had uh, with the cat guy? Mazicals or something like that? What do you mean the challenge? Then you learn how to be Mazicals from watching Ronald? Why don't you talk? How'd you do that? How'd you do that? My cousin taught me. Oh, okay. So teamwork. Teamwork. So that's that's one of the first things I, I was going to point out. So if you really look at it at a deeper level, there's a lot of teamwork going on because you guys have to communicate with other people, whether you know them or don't know them, right? So you're making friends and working as a team to accomplish a goal, whether that is getting the victory royale and getting the most kills. It, that's the, the point of the game in the fight mode, right? Um, so teamwork as well. But I also hear... I would also say communication um, because you guys have to talk to each other about strategy um, and things that you're going to do to build up your team and to, to win. Right. Yeah. All right. Kellen, would you, have you done that? Have you guys talked in the past about strategy and what you're going to do? All right. So you guys are communicating, you're doing teamwork and Mason was showing me something the other night and I need you to describe what the thing was. Cause when I really thought about it, it's more of the, even though I can't, my, I don't see how you guys see everything. Cause I tried to play one night and they, their friends kept killing me. <laughs> and they Man, thought, it, listen, they thought it was funny. How? Because they like, it'll it be funny. somebody sniping you from like at, at least two footballs, two football um, state, uh, fields away. Exactly. And I, they see it. Like even the little boy Ronald that'd be on TV, on YouTube or whatever. And I'm watching him play and he got to be seven years old, just like Kellen, but he, he better than, Everybody. He snipes some while jumping. 
he so he, they snipe. So no, he sniped someone while jumping. Oh, okay. So they they build these skills, man. But when I when I the thing that I point out about it is hand eye coordination, because there's so much things going on visually that I can't focus on the screen long enough. That they're already on building up in the sky and I'm trying to just aim and, sh and run and shoot at the same time. Like, dude, these are not the same video games that we played growing up. So what was the thing you, you were showing me that like, describe for real quick, what is it? Uh, it's called editing. So like when you build, you can like, you can edit to make the, there's four things you can build a wall, a floor, a roof, or a ramp. And you can edit those to make them look different and like have, like for a wall, if you, you can edit a hole in so you can shoot through the wall or you can edit like a doorway so you can walk through it and stuff. And so like I, I edit really fast because like. Yeah. <laughs> the way this thing was, I'm like, I didn't know what was going on, but he was actually building this room, literally a room, a ramp, wall, all these things together to move up. And I'm just trying to focus on the screen, like what the heck is going on? Like literally blinking my eyes, trying to focus. And they're seeing these things and building these things. And I'm like, this is a total new skill set that could be used virtually. So we're thinking about um, future jobs and architects and things like that. Again, there's a lot more parameters that go into the, the field of architecture, things like that. I get it, I'm not trying to downplay it at all. But again, I'm looking at these kids build and run and they're, they have eye coordination. And I'm like, the things that they're doing, although we have to limit the exposure to it, right? The amount of time on the computer. Um, but when we do that, like they're, they're building a new skill set that's gonna be useful. Even Gina came back the other day, or about two weeks ago, was saying she read an article how the armed forces are recruiting people who have great skills in Fortnite and games like Call of Duty to, to think about future ways of drones and things like that. Like, so they're actually recruiting these people with these skills that you guys are starting now. Again, we have to limit the exposure and the time you guys are on there. Yes, because we're parents and we have to do that too much. We have to do everything in moderation, right? But Kellen, when you, when you think about that, do you think about play, ever playing games as, as just a way to learn or do you just do it for fun? Which, what would you say? Do it for fun. Just do it for fun. All right. So again, what about you guys? Are you thinking about learning stuff, or you just play for, play for the heck of it? Both. Both. What about I you guys? Yeah, I used to be for fun, but I don't like learn stuff. But I learn stuff in the game. Okay. There's even tournaments out there that kids are walking away with like money, like serious money for winning at these games. So it's crazy. Like, like what was the, the match you told me was like $10,000? Uh, yeah. Cause like you, you, there's a, there was a trio match made after this famous guy in, on YouTube mm -hmm. that plays Fortnite. And so I played with two other people and we got like top 400 or something out of like, 2000 I don't know yeah there's people waiting in line for these tournaments and there's hundreds of thousands of people waiting in line to get in and they're only allowing a couple hundred so again to be in the top 400 there's one right now that's like it's like it's like a lot of money 
So there's things out there, folks. Again, I'm not saying pimp your kids out for video games, but again, let's put their, their skills used and, and talk about how they're using it, how they're learning. So yeah, I think, well, before you, you go past that, yeah, that's one thing that you guys really got to see and understand uh, whether, and, and that's life in, in general, because you're, you're playing this video game and it's, it's probably just fun. It's a release. It's, it's a, a break from school. It's a break from work. It's a break from your dad or your parents or your mm -hmm. sister or whatever the case may be. You know, you just get to get in your zone and go for it. But the things we just hit on, the, the strategy, the communication, um, the teamwork, you know, you get that on the football field, Cam, you can get it from Fortnite, uh, mm -hmm. Mason. And these skills are very integral as y'all continue to mature. So, you know, you're learning them right now um, through osmosis and experience. And what you really got to take away from this is that that's life. You know what I'm saying? You're going to learn the most. Through, through those experiences. You're gonna grow the most through those experiences. So, you know, like you said, we limit y'all time and everything on it, but it's, we understand the bigger picture. And for the parents that, you know, just look at it as a game, you know, really look at how these kids are monetizing themselves. Like the little seven-year-old kid, Ronald, who probably got a million dollars in his bank account because he can get on YouTube and put some, some crazy gifs and play Fortnite real well. And, and go for it. And he's on there with his mom. I mean, not his mom, his dad, his sister. Like, it's crazy. You got the military. That's, they operate drones. No Wars aren't really fought, you know, hand-to-hand -hand or gun-to-gun -gun anymore. We, we flying objects around and dropping bombs and, and things of that nature. So IT is really good. So even if, you're, if your kids are very interested or if y'all are really, really interested in these games, not only can you monetize them through the tournaments and everything, but you learn how to code. You know, there's a there are careers out here for you to take your passions, what you like to do in life, and make that you know what you do in life and get paid for it and, and well. So there, he was just telling me that they they got you were saying three million subscribers for the Ronald. Is that what you're saying? Are you talking about Ronald or somebody else? Ronald. Ronald. He's got like three million viewers. That's and that's why he's able to monetize this stuff. Again, there's the way society works now between YouTube. TikTok, Snapchat, all these mm -hmm. different platforms, again, there's there's potential out there. Again, when we talk about the skills kids have and what their talents, let's build on their talents. Again, if you love video games, how can you make that build that into the career? There are professional video game testers out there. There are designers out there. Let's take your ideas and create a new game for it. So there's tons of stuff out there, you guys. Um, so I was going to make sure you guys had a chance to talk about that. So one of the real things I want to get down in the dirty room real quick segment um, about school, right? Cause we had a transition at the end of last year, last what quarter of school. Um, and we're about to start a new year in, a, in the next couple of weeks. So I was wondering, so first thoughts, when everything, you guys had to stay home and everything started to happen with COVID-19 out there, the, the pandemic across the US, what were your feelings about working from home and doing school from home at the end of last year? Kelly, you going to go first, or you want them to go first? Good. Why? Good. You ain't want to go to school. You don't love school. I miss my mom. You miss your mom. That's cute. Oh, you want to say hi to mom? Say hi. Hi. Hi, mom. She'll, put, she'll probably be watching this one too. So you can say hi, you mom. You gotta stay at home with your mom. That was one good thing you liked about it, huh? So the what about you guys? 
what was uh what was your initial reaction to having the now transition to, to work from home and have school from home whatever that looked like so that, that's a whole nother conversation of what we actually talked so in the beginning i was happy but now now it just feels like more there's more stuff to do more work to do okay yeah because because you they, you don't get face-to-face advice with the teacher anymore. Like, you have to wait for their response, and they have to wait for your response. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. So you guys wanted the face-to-face. Yeah. You wanted to interact with your teacher. Not only your friends, but your teachers as well. Kellen, did you get face-to-face time with your teacher, or did you guys just have assignments and turn assignments in? Did you guys just have assignments or did you actually see your teachers when y'all started the virtual classroom and you using your computer for school? Assignments. Yeah, they just had assignments. So they had, the teachers would make some videos. Mm-hmm. Um, like I know I saw one with his, his uh, physical education teacher. Um, but outside of that, there's no like instructional time or whatever. Like they didn't have, I don't even think they had homeroom uh, where they got on a video or whatever. And I Nia did. Um, for the duration once they kind of figured out the platform. Okay. I think that's one of the transitions that I hope that they have figured out going into this next school year virtually is how to get the teachers set up so that they can actually teach for, you know, 45 minutes or actually teach a lesson instead of giving the kids a lesson and talking about trying to do office hours or whatnot. Um, and that's the, that's the biggest thing. So down here in Broward, I know it's been mandated that the face-to-face time, the interactive teacher time has to be there this year. Again, kudos all the teachers. It was a transition at the end of last year. Uh, we know it was a a change in the style and the way we did things, but I think now going back, at least here, everybody's going back virtually um, for the first, at least the first month, and they're gonna take it after that, how it, um, look at all the numbers and figure out what the next move is. Um, but here, everybody's virtual, but they teachers have to have so many hours of interactive time face-to-face like we're doing right now like actually teaching, like live with you guys, Keller. So I would be your teacher. We'd be talking and back and forth. Um, so that's mandatory down here. I'm not sure what they're doing in the school district where Kellen's at right now, but we can actually find out. I can find out easily. Um, but you're in Florida, so I can make that happen real quick. Um, or what should be the expectation, at least in that way, if they're not living to the expectation, we can make some phone calls, right? Um, exactly. So moving into this year, right now, thinking about that. So more teacher time, more teacher FaceTime, but working from home in a different format. Because before, you guys can get up. We made you get up by a certain time. You can sleep all day. You could just log in, do the work, and turn it in and be done with it. Bless you. But now you're going to be sitting in front of the computer um, doing work. Um, And not for the full class every single day, but you'll have that interaction time with your teacher, with your friends in class. So how do you think that's going to be different? Do you think you're going to like that, first of all? Anybody can't sell. In the first part, I don't think so. But like when school goes on, I'll probably get used to it. You said why you say you don't think so? Because we we barely we might not like know anyone that's in our class. We don't know our teachers and stuff. So uh, we have to get used to our teachers and our classmates. So you you think that's gonna be harder? to do it virtually than it would be to be in school face-to-face. Okay. All right. That's that's fair. What about you, Mason? Um, 
I don't really know because like now they're doing face to face so like you get more time and get more advice from your teacher uh but also it's like um, let me ask you this real quick think of th finish that statement let me ask you this starting high school your ninth grade year traditionally i, I know I, I remember back in my ninth grade year it was it was invigorating but kind of scary at the same time like you're going to the high school now right but now you're going to be you're not going to get to walk on campus the first day of school and get that experience of this is my high school this is where i'm going to spend the next four years what do you think how do you think it's going to play out as far as have you thought about how it's going to play out as far as meeting new friends and building those connections building those relationships have you I thought about that yet i don't really know how like to build relationships with people in your class and stuff other than the zoom calls and like having group assignments okay so maybe if they do group assignments they'll give you the chance to so you guys are gonna you get this class initially gonna miss out on that initial experience right kellen what about you man so you're going into second grade you, you're getting there getting ready to go i'm pretty sure your friends well you guys will move up and move classes together some people together but what about you? Do you think it would be better to meet people face to face and have that interaction with teachers and your friends there? Or do you think you can do that successfully on a video camera from a computer? And why do you think home would be better? More comfortable? Yeah. You kind of get up. Well, I got a question because if it, it, I wish I could have been going to school in the middle of a pandemic and I had to do school from home and technology what is what it <laughs> was, what it is today. And the reason I say that is because BJ helped us out great with the, um, the schedule that he put together for you all. And y'all had y'all assignments, what you had to do, you know, yeah. throughout the day, whatever, whatever. So we put that together for Nia, kept everything organized. It was great. But I'm looking at the stuff that they're assigning. She would have maybe on a, on average four to five assignments from a couple of different classes per day. Mm -hmm. Had to get up at eight o'clock for her homeroom. And then she just got whatever time it takes her to do her assignments. And then that's it. She don't have to do anything. And I'm looking at this stuff and I'm like, yo, if I was in school and you told me I had five assignments to do for the, for the day and I can get up at eight o'clock, go to class or do a virtual meeting, work on these four or five assignments and be done by one o'clock? Oh, sign me up. I'm knocking this out. And I'm on Roblox or Fortnite for the rest of the day, kicking it. So like, did y'all like that aspect of it? Or was it just like, nah, I'd just rather have some kind of instruction. It's too much, it's too much freedom. I don't know what to do with it. It was, it was, it was good. But like at the same time, we, it was harder to learn. Harder to learn. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. So, do you feel? Do you guys feel you learned? I, I'm an honest question. Do you guys feel you learned anything? A lot, a lot, a little, nothing. Um, at the end of last year. Honest, honest question. Yeah, a little. Just a little. Like half and half. Half and half. What about you, Kelly? A lot, a little, or nothing at all. Did you think you learned last year? A lot last year. Honest answer. 
A little. A little? Little. Why is that? Go tell him. Tell him the same thing you tell me. It's too what? All your work was what? Was too what? Easy. Everything was too easy for this guy, he says. Easy. So we've been trying to work on getting him into like a gifted or a magnet program. So but I will say what I noticed is that he'll zip through it. He'll get about 85, 90% of it correct, but he won't really read directions. He just look at the work and go for what he knows and can kind of take care of it. So that's what we've been really working on this summer mm -hmm. is getting him to slow down just because he think he know everything. You know, you can get a curveball every now and again, and it's really important to slow down and read the directions and ask questions if you don't understand some things. Yeah, we, we ran into that as well. We just think we know what to do. But again, the I can't fault them. They they didn't have the platform to ask those questions. And again, if they asked a question, it was a delay in response. Um, a lot of times we didn't have that face-to-face -face interaction daily or instruction daily. So again, I, I understand. Um, but again, I think you guys did an awesome job with what the situation gave to you. Um, and again, we use that to learn for this year. So the support you guys need as we move into the new academic year, you know, we're here for as as fathers we're here for but again as just people we can talk to because we have to keep talking um this is going to be different for everybody um but again open those lines of communication and keep us in the loop that's what we're asking you guys okay okay all right quick round robin real quick anything you want to tell the people about um anything that's on your mind right now what what do you want the people to know about Let's just let's make it more specific. That that's too open because I know I'm not I'm gonna get blank stares if I ask that question. So, Kellen, you and Dad, what do you want to know the people to know about your dad? Let's do it that way. What do you want the rest of the listeners to know about your dad? Um, something something they may not know. Is he is he, I, he is is your dad tough on you? Let's ask. I'll start there. Is he tough on you? He's not. I'm glad you don't think so. Okay. Is he, is he fair? <laughs> Is he fair with you? The things that happen, the things, whether it's good or bad, is he fair with you? You think I treat you fairly? I'm okay. sure. Okay. You guys, do you guys have fun? Do you guys, do you learn from your dad? What's one thing that we talked about that you learned from me fairly recently? Can you think of it? Me and Max, me, you and Max talked about this. What was that? What was that about? We want you to have what in yourself? Confidence. Right. Say it loud and proud. Say it again. Confidence. Confidence. Right. We want you to have confidence in yourself. So DJ asked the question, could you beat Cam or Mason? Do you think you could beat Cam or Mason in Fortnite? Now, who knows? You know, they're older. They probably play a little better. But we don't care nothing about that, man. You say, yeah, I can beat him. I think so. Go ahead, say it. Confidence. Confidence. There we go. Say it. Oh, come on, Kel. Moving right along. <laughs> but yeah, that's one of the big things that we've been working on because, you know, he, he kind of – on the football field, I guess it's just different because it's easy and everybody's the same size. But, you know, when you're a small guy looking at giants, you know, it's easy to be intimidated, you know. But um, always want to want him to make sure that he has confidence in his abilities, and you know he is very intelligent. 
very very talented, very athletic and nimble, and and he has a lot of great things in store. Um, we were talking yesterday about how you can be. What you say you want to be when you grow up? The two things you want to be. A dentist. And an astronaut. A dentist and an astronaut. So we're trying to make that happen. So we're gonna do everything we can okay. to make sure Kells can be a dentist. We're gonna call him Doctor Kells and an astronaut in the same lifetime. You'll be the first one in your family. And the, the thing about that is that we can't give that to you. You have to go out yourself. Our job is to give you the opportunity or set you up with the opportunities to be successful. And I know your dad and your mom are gonna do that, right? Because they, they believe in you. When you say that's what you wanna do, it's up to us to give you the opportunities. We can't give you the dentistry. We can't give you NASA to be astronaut or whatever it is by the time you guys are SpaceX or whatever we're going to have by then, right? But our job is to provide those opportunities, man. So I'm excited to hear about everything that happens in the school year for you. What about you guys? What can you say? Am I am I tough on you guys? To put it that way. I'll start the same question. Am I tough on you guys? I got your back, man. Don't worry about it. I got your back. You can answer answers to people. No, tough. Not really, no. But what? But not. But what? I hear a butt coming. But nothing. Oh. Not this podcast. I mean, Mason's oh. facial expressions kind of say it all. <laughs> no, because I I, I I ride them for specific things, right? Specific mm-hmm. things that, again that I know they don't see, but I know as young black males, they're gonna be specific. How if they have a responsibility, get the responsibility done and then then enjoy the free time, right? Get done mm-hmm. what you have to do and then enjoy the free time. Um, mm-hmm. How you interact with people, how you talk to people, how you approach people. Uh, again, I'll go use a barbershop example. Again, I kept seeing kids walk in a barbershop. Like, again, they just come in and sit down. Not even to, They don't even speak to their own barber. They just sit down and just wait. It's like, I was talking, you walk, you speak to everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's an example. But in the barbershop is, a, in my opinion, is a microcosm of the worst of the world. Because if you cut up in a barbershop, like pretty much the older guys had a, about as much authority as your parents did. Like right. you can get it before you walk in the barbershop and you're there by yourself. Again, so it's, it's that respect that, that comes there. But also, you guys, one of the things that um, with everything that's been going on in the world right now, um, we've had a lot of talks about being a young black male in America. Again, we're not going to go into too much detail about that now. I think that's a whole nother thing. We just want to get you an introduction to you guys, learn a little bit more about you. Um, but we want to let you guys know that we're proud of you. We support you. That all the fellas on the podcast, again, we talk about everything that goes on. So you have a, a you have multiple people looking out for you. That if you guys need something, you know you have a support system. And that's the, one of the most important things we need to do is, is let you guys know that. Um, not that I didn't know that growing up, but it wasn't as profound. It wasn't as professed. Um, we didn't always speak about it. I can go to my, my my blood uncles. I can go there. But I didn't know that I had a group of people that always had my back. Um, and the male relationships that I had growing up were very, very small, smaller number. Um, mm-hmm. So you guys, um, as you guys grow up, we hope that you guys make connections and know each other, support each other as well, but know that we all on the 13th floor got your back. Is that fair? Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else you want to leave the people with? What you want to tell the people, Cam? Uh, I... Tell them, watch the 13th floor religiously. Say it. 
no, no pressure. Wash the 13th floor every week. <laughs> wash the 13th floor every week. And so you can get... Just wash the 13th floor so you can... <laughs> yeah, no, man, no. whipping it. Yeah, no, you can no. whip it on the 13th floor. It, all of that. Yeah, we got it. We got a little bit of everything on here for the 13th floor. A little bit for the kids, a little bit for the older folks or whatever. Mason, what you got? Would you What do you want to tell the people about, not the 13th floor, but just in general about fathers? Let's say that. What do you want to tell the people about fathers? I'm catching you up going on purpose. I want to get your honest response. I, 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 I understand. You got to think for a second. It's okay. Fathers are a big role model in, in their child's life. Okay. All right. So anybody who may be waving right there, just know being present, is a, it goes a long way. Kellen, for you, man, for the listeners out there, they may be watching or they may be listening on another platform, whatever. Was one thing you want to tell people about um, the 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 way we interact with you guys? How how do we how should we interact with the the boys? Um, what's one good thing we should do? Anything? Kind. Be kind. All right. I'm going to add that. I'm going to add to that. I'm going to say be patient. Exactly. Because one of the things, we, I, I, as growing up with these two, I've learned patience is a virtue. Um, <laughs> things I've been trying to tell to stop playing with the mic cord the entire time, and somehow or another it keeps twisting back up into his fingers. But again, we thank you guys for the time there, but patience goes a long way. We thank you guys for taking the time out today. We thank you for being candid. Um, and in the future, we're going to have some other opportunities um, for you guys to come on, either solo or together, whatever the case may be, to have some more conversation. So if there's things you guys want to talk about too, Kellen, let Dad know. You guys let me know if you want to bring it up, because this show is about what the people want. Absolutely, man. As we wrap this thing up uh, for Cam and Mason, a little bit more so. Kel, you listen to this too, man. Um, the one of the larger reasons that we wanted to really do this podcast, and I know we only got me and BJ on here now, but you know, the larger community, the larger 13th floor community is really behind y'all. Mm-hmm. And one of the bigger things that uh, I'm very, very, <clears throat> I don't know, keen on right now is the development of young men um, in ways that are gonna be most beneficial to you. And, you know, Kellen's not old enough yet. But I think y'all kind of are in that transitional phase where you got to start looking into and learning your history and heritage. Um, once y'all get to watch the Beyonce um, uh, audio or video album, you know, one of the things they talk about is remember who you are. But it's very hard to remember something that you never know, you've never learned or you've never heard. And so you hear me talk about this kingship a lot, kingship a lot. <laughs> And that's because that's our that's our, our our lineage, that's our history, that's our heritage, and it's not given to us in the same manner as it was lived, you know. So we really have to do a lot to seek it out. There's a lot of books, there's a lot of history, a lot of culture that you guys are going to be exposed to as you get older. Um, you know, I just ask that you be open uh, to learning your history and learning where you come from because 
that's going to propel you into the phase of life that you're going to be into to be more successful um, and where you're going. Um, you know, people like Marcus Garvey, you know, your African history and heritage, even your indigenous history and heritage, Carter G. Woodson, all of these different folks, Martin Luther King, who put game plans and fought for rights and everything. You got to learn that history and know that history because those are the, though that, that ancestral spirit is inside of you and it'll drive you to do great things in your life. And once you tap into it, once you know it, that's half the battle, man. Nobody can stop you from achieving anything. Exactly. And so like that, we're going to wrap this thing up. Kellen's yeah, playing yeah, his yeah. best Asher right now, seeing how he can get in and out <laughs> of the video. Kellen, you know the tagline. You going to take us out, Kellen? You going to close us out? Let me get the, uh, make sure y'all subscribe to the podcast on Vimeo, YouTube, Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes. Uh, we on iHeartRadio now, so check us out. We, uh, we streaming all over, all of your podcatchers. Follow us on at 13 Floor, please, on IG and Facebook. Each and every week, we doing our thing right here. Uh, we had some great past episodes from Pregnancy Education 101 with Dr. Terry Ann Bennett. We wrapped up a gut check series where we started with Dr. Benjamin Young talking about gastroenterology and how you can best take care of your, um, your, in, your insides, your internal, your stomach and all that good stuff. Uh, then we wrapped it and we rounded out with uh, Pat Quinn, Blank Canvas Cooking, uh, getting your dietary needs. And I know it was, a, it was something he said there where he don't like the word diet, but um, I can't remember exactly what it is. But we talk about all of that food is medicine, all of these things that will enrich you and, and, and get you to a better place, a better position. Uh, so check us out. It's a bunch of great stuff. The break rooms from Coach K, uh, where he has his solo time to really get you to hone in on key areas of development in your life and things that you can be better on. Um, shout out to Faison bringing us his corner each and every week. Fresh ovation, him chopping and screwing the podcast in ways that are unimaginable but making sure we got all our marketing efforts and things going. Um, and BJ, keeping us pushing forward each and every week, coming up with different ideas and things, um, you know, like this, this kid's first podcast that turned into the King's first podcast. So we're doing it big on the 13th floor, man. We're reaching landings and, and reaching people in ways that, you know, we didn't really imagine, but we're pushing forward. So check us out, uh, subscribe, like the podcast, leave comments. Um, and we here each and every week, baby. So, Kellen, you going to take us home? That's it. We're done here on the 13th floor where the furniture isn't always the best. But the views are amazing. Say it loud, man. Say it loud for the people. But the views are amazing. 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 Yes, sir. Amazing.